Welcome back to Barely Serious. This is uh, episode 51. I'm chilling here with... Uh, oh, fuck. <laughs> Dia. Okay. Dia Basrai. I should have asked that right before, dude. I'm dude, such a trash-ass host. No, it's no worry. We've dude. been sitting here talking for 20 now. minutes. Yeah. Fuck. That's <laughs> funny. Um, Dia. Yeah. Dia Basrai. It's fucking crazy. Um, before we get started, I just want to say that... Um, on fuck what's the date the 31st and the first i'll be in stockton i know that a percentage of people listen to that i could see the fucking stats so come out i don't know who you are but come out um and then is there any show that you want to plug yeah i guess 31st is friday i'm down in san diego at the tipsy crow how do you spell that what is that the ti- oh the tipsy, tipsy crow like, like a bird like yeah, a bird like a drunk bird i was spelling it like in my head like r-o-e i smoked <laughs> before this but no it's okay you are the tipsy crow here uh, <laughs> And Saturday, I'm doing, uh, which is hilarious, I'm doing a benefit for Andrew Yang at the Network Brewery in Santa Ana. I still don't know who that is. So, He's the Asian candidate. Do you know? Oh, who, do no you know, way. Do you know people are running for president right now? Yeah, well, yeah, I know that. Oh, but I, okay. just, I really just don't pay attention. I don't yeah. read the news. I, I just try to, like, live life. Yeah, he's he's Asian. I, that's all I know. Like I know, like I, like I'll read f- shit for like funny headlines. I'm like, fuck. Like maybe I can make fun of this. For, like, do you ever like? Okay, here's a question uh, from like a, a comedic point. Um, oh, asshole, one last thing. Uh, Irvine Improv, February sixth. Come on out. Oh, um, yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, fuck. What was I gonna say? You had a great question with a comedic point. Ah, fuck. What what, what were we talking about we just talking before about that? Andrew Yang and the presidency. Oh right, okay. As like a as like a, a writing exercise, do you ever like read the news or go through the uh, dictionary, pick out a word, and try to like just write a joke about it? Yeah, I used to do that. actually. Right, now, I don't think I told you this. Right now, I'm on like, do you know the Onion? Like the the website. Mm-hmm. Like the what about Satire it? Magazine. Yeah. So I'm like a remote. I'm like on a trial period as like a contributor there. <laughs> That's um, crazy. Yeah. So I do a lot of that where a lot of the satire you kind of had to look at real news. Um, but it, I look at like shitty news, like what, like, like murders? Times. No, like not like the news is shitty. Oh, but, like, like the OC Register, like the OC Register, the New York Post. Oh, that that registers news. And now I'm addicted. Now I can't stop. Now I can't read regular news. Like it's not. It's it doesn't pop. It doesn't pop enough. Is um, the LA Times though? That's reputable, right? That's reputable. What determines that? Whether it's reputable or not. Yeah. Yeah, whether they can afford a good font, it seems like. Like, BuzzFeed News, it's all in, like, Impact or, like, Common Sense, like a real funky font. All the the Times have this dignified white and black. Also, I guess the name. If it if, if they got if they got a city and they got a time, and they're pretty good. If they got a post or uh Fuck, does anybody even buy the newspaper anymore? I don't think so. I bought one after Kobe died. I bought that one because I save I save newspapers from like crazy historic events. Yeah. So like I have the full newspaper from nine eleven, the L A Times from nine eleven. It's fucking crazy. Like it's crazy to read <laughs> what else was going on in the world. Like when that shit was going down. Like yeah. all the baseball games were canceled, basketball games were canceled, everything. Like that's fucking crazy. Like it yeah. happened to real life people. So like. When Kobe died right now, like, the world stood still. Like, everybody, like, had, like, it, it fucking shocked the yeah, world. Dude. Totally. The world stood still. Everything was about Kobe for, like, two days. 
Today was the first day where it wasn't really about Kobe anymore. Yeah. Like, other shit was back on our feed. Yeah. Like, tomorrow there's probably going to be, like, jokes. You know what I mean? Like, four yeah, or five Co- days. Like, Kobe jokes? Yeah. Or just jokes? Like, memes or whatever. Yeah. Um, I like how, like, you're just, you said historical events, but you just named tragedies. Oh, yeah. Uh, I right? only save tragedies. You only and save tragedies. And sports events. So, like, I have, like, the newspaper from, like, Pujols' 600th home run and shit. And, like. Oh, so this is, like, a goal mine. This is a sports tragedy. This is this that, is that was a heroism thing, you yeah. know? Like <laughs> he broke a record. No, but um I'll have um like so I have like the mass shooting in France where like 120 people died because it just looks crazy. Like the it looks like something that you would frame. Like it's fucking it's crazy. Like in a way it's like I don't want to forget that this happened because if I the other day I forgot that it happened because I was going through <laughs> my I was going through my newspapers and I saw it because I was trying to find one. Uh, this sounds like I'm a, like a crazy addict or something. Yeah, like, I'm gonna step in your room and just framed tragedies. No, they're covering not covering your room. You're like it's so I don't forget the shooting in France. No, they're folded up on a bookshelf. <laughs> uh, That's funny. Uh. You s- you make it sound like it's something everyone should do so they don't forget. Yeah, I think I think the saving newspapers isn't like it's not like I save every single fucking one. How I'll do you go- get these like the France newspaper? Like I don't th- like you, what first what newspaper? L.A. Times always okay, L.A. Times. They're always L.A. Times. Gotcha. Um, it's always the L.A. Times, but it's like it's crazy to see the headlines. Um, yeah. like school shootings. Uh, it's crazy to see. Like the headline that I've for the Kobe one is just like Kobe Bryant dies in crash. Like, dude, like we shouldn't read that headline ever. Yeah, but now you're reading it every day in your room before you go to sleep. Yeah. I, I still can't imagine you with all these headlines. You're just like rifling through. I did look at it the other day before bed and I shed a tear. Ah, uh, uh, that's tragic. Well, we're lucky to uh, like, are you into sports or, or yeah, I'm music and s- shit? I was into soccer. That was like the sport I was into. But honestly, nowadays I'm not really into sports as much. But like we're so fortunate to live in a time where we've been able to see some of the greatest things of like all time, like in music, like Eminem. Like we lived to see Eminem. We could have been born in 2090 and only heard about him. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. We get to see it happen. Uh, fucking Mike Trout, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady. Yeah. Kobe Bryant, like it's and no, we live in a lucky time. We get Eminem and Mike Trout. This is a <laughs> preeminent two thousands people. Okay, well, who would you say is like no, someone I w- like I lucky? To I would have said Mike Trout, a person I have no idea who that is. What? I don't Shut know. I don't, the fuck. I don't know who up. Mike Trout is. Shut the fuck up. You don't know who Mike Trout is? I don't know who Mike, who Mike Trout is. You're the three time MVP outfielder for the Angels. Is three times a lot? I feel like three times is. He's like only been playing for like eight years. So he's five. So there's been five of the years where he's not been. He's the most finished. Valuable. He's finished top three in every single year. In one year, he only played half the season because he was hurt. Okay, I'm sure he's good, but you were like in 2090. They're still gonna be like, I should have been born during my Trout's year. Yes, people were. People will talk about him like that. He's you the greatest. So? He will be the greatest of all time. Like, if you look at all the stats and shit, it's fucking gnarly. He's, like, at the point of his career right now, he's way better hmm. um, than, like, Babe Ruth was and all those dudes. Gotcha. Like, he's going to break. If he stays if he stays healthy, if he stays with the same level of production that he is right now. Okay. Like, he literally just turned, like, I, I forgot how old he turned, but, like, it's young as fuck. Huh. I'll keep an eye out for uh, Mike Trout. <laughs> <laughs> how do you not know who that is? You're just not into baseball? I'm just not into sports in general. 
But I don't you have, think you I have social media. I have social media. You didn't know who Andrew Yang is. Yeah. Granted, I bet if we I don't chat, follow people who I post bet if politics. we chat Instagram followers, I'm sure Mike Trout has more Instagram followers than Andrew Yang. But probably. I don't know. I I, I don't. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stand up and say I'm not that sheltered, and I don't think Mike Trout is as universe. Okay, I'll back yes, off. Yes, he Trout. is. I'll yeah, back he's, off. he's Mike Trout. <laughs> He's the greatest player in the world. He's like the greatest athlete yeah. on the planet right now. Besides like LeBron James. I used to have a Sammy Sosa poster in my room. That guy is that guy. What happened to that guy, dude? He's white now. He's white now. <laughs> well my my poster he's black. So The OG times, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. He didn't even like turn in he didn't even like lose his wiener or nothing. He just changed races. Yeah, that's amazing. And nobody it's said shit about it. It's also funny because that's like what my fam like my parents are immigrants. So that and so they kind of like decked out my room because this is my the room I was like born in. Sure. And just thought they thought the most American things were, so they so they thought they they had no idea who Sammy Sosa was, but they just went to a store and they were like, "Give me America," and someone was like, "Sammy Sosa." That's and hilarious. Were you um? So tell me about your background. Your parents? I'm born here. My parent my my dad's Indian, my mom's Vietnamese. They both immigrated here in their, their like 20s. they're from there. Yeah. Yeah. Shut up. Have you never heard of immigrants before? It's no, pretty but it's common. Like <laughs> <laughs> Your parents are not from this country. I mean, I grew up in Huntington Beach, dude. You guys don't usually they don't migrate to HB. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. That's fair enough. But like, you just moved here. But like, if you look out your window, you're gonna see some Asians, some Hispanics. A lot uh, of them are don't not fucking from. remind me. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, but a lot of them, they're not all born here. Some of us. Uh, yeah, climbed over I just walls. noticed your shoes. Are those like an Indian thing? No, they're these are the shoes that I like. Everyone makes fun of them. They're they're. You look shoes. like you got them at Payless, bro. I know, I know. Where'd you get them? Target. <laughs> I got them. I don't even know. They're twenty five dollars, and that's so why yeah, and Target. <laughs> and that's why they look feminine. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. I was just like, I can't like. Bro, what what type of pants are those? I'm I'm sorry, not to like roast your style or nothing. Okay, you look like you look like Urkel, but like, but Indian. I I, I just can't imagine what the podcast listeners think I look like right now. Oh man, it's Urkel but Indian. That's not so bad. I think that's a pretty good description. Of what I look like. This, okay, l- let me let me let me defend myself. These pants, I'm a I I rock climb. So these pants, I was at the of gym. Of course you do, dude. I'm not surprised. <laughs> everybody, not? everybody who's like super nice, rock climbs. Really? Yeah. That's and a stereotype. And the, yeah, though for sure. I know like three people who who rock climb. Are you vegetarian? I'm vegetarian. And my other friend, fucking Noah Carr, look him up. Is straight up vegetarian. Mm. Read his fucking bio. He's vegetarian, and I think rock climbing's in his bio. Oh, you man. guys are all the same person. And his girlfriend, his girlfriend, I think she's also Indian. Uh, vegetarian. Vegetarian. Rock, rock climbs. That's how they met. I and bet I'm like, both of them have no idea who Mike Trout is. Maybe that's just. No, just, I've taken him to a game before. Oh, okay. He knows exactly he who the fuck Mike. I made Mike sure he knows who Mike Trout is. Uh, <laughs> I think Mike Trout probably hit like three homers that day too. You know, because he's Mike Trout. Yeah, he's a three-time MVP. Yeah. I don't know how you haven't heard of a three-time MVP. I've heard the name Mike Trout before. But all right. Show some re- fucking respect. Yeah, all right, dude? Yeah. Come on. You're in a house of fans. I know here. I know. not to disrespect Eminem, Mike Trout, or Kobe Bryant in this house. Or Logic. Or Logic. That's the fourth of the, the fourth horseman. Hey, dude. I was thinking about this today. I was like, well, dude, like if Logic died, 
I'd have to kill myself. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know about that, but like, dude, I would I would not I would like if Logic died, I would call out of work. I would not go to work. Is Logic the most important out of those sports people? I know Logic's a rapper, but like um for you in your in your tier list of heroes, it's where's where does Kobe, Mike Trout? Kobe's up there, dude, because like that was my entire childhood. Kobe, yeah. Kobe's rookie season was the year I was born, 1996. Like Kobe, Kobe was drafted, and that was his rookie year. I see. And so like, and then he retired when I was 20. Huh. So like, my entire childhood right. was Kobe Bryant. I was growing up with Kobe. Yeah, and so like, then well, then there was um, Peyton Manning was another one. Right. But like, he retired or he like left the Colts he just retired, and like. Right? Well, it was a few years ago. I see. Uh, But, like, he left the Colts in, like, 2011. I see. And I was, like, in eighth grade. So, you know, it wasn't, like... As impactful as Kobe. Right. Kobe was... I was 20. I was in college. He also didn't die suddenly. I guess that's also a big reason. Yeah. But, like, Kobe, man. But his work ethic, dude, I read this thing about... uh, this. Some guy posted about how he worked at the Denver Nuggets, like, facility. Yeah. And in, like, 2006, during the All-Star game... Uh, Kobe Bryant was the only player to use the gym facilities during the the thing. Everybody else like just took it like as a vacation off. Wow, he's the only one to use the gym. <laughs> that work ethic, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Mamba mentality, bro. Uh, <laughs> it's just four people I don't know much about. I know he, uh, three time MVP and he uses the okay. gym when other people don't use the gym. Okay, that's Kobe Wh- Bryant. <laughs> who do you know a lot about? Like who's your comics. who's who's your idol? Like in I anything, don't? like if if there was someone that like you're like, dude, you're dying tomorrow. You're like, there's the one person that you want to thank for like everything, or like like, or like not everything, but you know like impacted your life the yeah, most, dude, and you, you can just meet him. Me, it's Mike Trout. Yeah, after <sighs> you you gave it, you gave the speech. Fuck. Be like three time MVP in eight years and top three all eight years. Hey, and that's beast as fuck. Angels. You know how many field? players there are on a baseball team. Yeah, and or do you know how world? many? No, yeah. So do you know how many baseball players are on a single team, and then how many teams are in the league? That's a lot of fucking players. True, true, true. And to be the best three, all the time, you're every single fucking year. That's very good. Right. The, right. All the other all the other players are all different every no. time, but his name is always there. I'm convinced. I'm a Mike Trout fan. If if I die tomorrow, I'm thanking Mike Trout. He's <laughs> changed my life since today. Okay, if we were going from that perspective, I'd say logic. Logic. Who would you say for real, though? Like, the most important person. Ah, I don't think a celebrity is in that way, dude. Like, if (laughs) my favorite celebrity died. Like, there's stories I like Chappelle a lot. But Kobe Bryant's not a celebrity. Okay, He was a fucking icon. Maybe not celeb. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, don't laugh at that, dude. (laughs) He was a hero. Oh, dude. Okay, true. Out of celebrities, icons, and heroes, I just, I don't know, there's, like, if I don't know them personally, it's hard for me to give a shit. Like, I'll give a shit, but it's like a, it's like a, it's like a one hour, like, weird feeling in my chest, and then. In your chest? I don't, I don't know, that's where you feel sad, right? No? No, I feel it, like, in my face. I'm like, fuck, like, I, I might want to cry, but, like, I don't. Okay, yeah, in the face, too. I, I get, so, I get some of the face, I get some of the chest. But then I'll, I'll be fine. Like I don't know. I like Chappelle a lot. Um, but if he just if he fucking die if if he was like depends how he dies. Right. If he was in a private helicopter, and that crashed, Whew. it's a bit deserved because he wanted to get somewhere fast. And 
Fuck. Sorry, that's that's too much. I think low key Kobe like like it was Sunday, dog. Like what traffic? There's no traffic, bro. You're going yeah, like you drove, you're going like right? thirty minutes away. Should have drove. He was just flexing on them other nine people, and then they all died. There's something very like R.I.P. Kobe. I love you, Kobe. Like thank you yeah. for everything, but like yo, like why you gotta flex so much? I know. It, it, whenever I see someone die in a private helicopter, it's like oh that's tragic, but you know. Dude, helicopters are so sketchy. I know. They're dude. like the skip. They, they, they don't even look right. Like if you just look at them, you're like, that's what's gonna keep us safe. Fuck off. Yeah, I still don't even know how they work. Does it pro- what does the propeller do? Does that keep you up? The spinny thing? Is that yeah? What you, or is well, it obviously, engine? there's no engine. That is it. That's the only thing. That thing goes out. You're fucked. Really? Is that yeah. how it works? Yeah. Huh. You don't see in movies people shoot up at the propellers so that it like pokes holes in them so they just eat shit and die. Okay, that 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 made sense, but I don't know. Like you take out the propellers and you, it's like the heart, man. It's like the heartbeat of the whole helicopter. Yeah, bro. the propellers are the heart of the helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, I don't think it's like yeah, like family members. I'd be like, mm. I, I I get the face and the chest with a family member, but with with a celebrity, just just a little feeling the chest. So you think Kobe Bryant's a celebrity? Okay, I'm just using somebody as as a famous person who people respect. Okay, all right. Just as some sort of umbrella term. I feel you're like a Tom Hanks fan. No, I despise Tom Hanks. No, I'm joking. I don't have any strong feelings. <laughs> That'd be crazy though if you're like I I just like the, I hate the trigger. Tom. Yeah. Yeah. Like this, po- this interview's over. <laughs> <laughs> like Forrest Gump, don't even fucking say Forrest Gump. Fuck, you don't like that movie? <laughs> no, that uh, movie, that movie is also iconic. That movie's iconic. They have a whole restaurant after it, dude. That's iconic. Imagine if like Superbad had a restaurant. <laughs> yeah, because there's no restaurant referenced in Superbad. It'd be fucking weird. It's a restaurant in Forrest Gump. Inmates. There's sense. no restaurant. They just talk about it, but they don't do it. Okay, fair enough. But, uh, no, Forrest Gump's iconic. I watched it many times since I was a kid. Um, and, uh, yeah, Superbad is, I think Superbad, to me, though, for, I think for my age, like 22, I think Superbad is equally important in sort of, like, cultural impact than Forrest Gump. You think? But if we're going by the restaurant, number of restaurants named after that movie level of assessing, then, uh, then Forrest Gump has it beat. <laughs> Are you a Will Ferrell fan? I'm a Will Ferrell fan, but let me let me just um, step back and say, I don't I don't like comedy movies as much as I like comedy specials. I stand up more than I like comedy movies. Really? Uh huh. It's hard for me to. It's honestly hard for me to watch comedy movies now. I Why do you say that? Them. I just don't enjoy them that much. I just I just I don't know. I can't find them as funny as I did when I like when I was a kid. I think I found them funny. Did you ever see This Is The End? I did watch This Is The End. Did you think it was funny? I think it's funny, but it's... No, I think it's very funny. I'm with you. That I'm one ba- was I'm hilarious. I'm All the celebrities up. dying and shit? Yeah. That was funny. I think the first I think the first 10 minutes are the funniest part of the movie. Yeah, that's that's true. I think seeing Michael Sarah slap Rihanna <laughs> on the ass is like... And he's like doing the blow better. off that chick's asshole and yeah. shit. That was funny. No, I'm with or you. Or he's getting his dick sucked off and like, like he was like feeding yeah. him a Capri Sun. That shit's funny. Yeah, no, this is the end is great. I'm with you. Fuck. D- okay, but Will Ferrell, I think he's one of the most. I think he's like the most iconic, because it's like, dude, Elf and Step Brothers alone. Yeah, 
I'm, I think he's iconic. Are are you are you just naming more people you'd kill yourself if they died? It sounds like it sounds <laughs> like that. So you're just kind of going through a list of life enders for you. I don't know. I'm just trying to ramble through the the first little the first five minutes of being high. Yeah, it hasn't been five. It's we've been talking for four hours now. Four yeah. and a half now. Fuck. <laughs> Dude, so um, how long have you been doing comedy? I've been doing comedy a little bit over four years now. Um, maybe. I didn't do so much my first year, but uh, okay. yeah, a little bit, a little, little over four years now. So seriously, like three years? I would say so. I started when I was, I, I started when I was eighteen. My first show was definitely maybe I think just three years ago. Um, okay. And then I maybe did like a mic or two before that. Why did you? Why did you start? Um, I've always been into writing, but I was into uh, sort of short fiction, narrative writing, and then uh, when I went to before I went to college, I saw wait, a book. Wait, wait, wait. What What? did you say? Short fiction? Yeah. Like the just, fuck's that? You know what fiction is? Yeah, like like whether it's real or not real. Right. Do you know what short is? Yeah, it's like a short oh, well, made up, like okay. a short story. That's All right, whatever, fiction. whatever. Fuck you, dog. <laughs> Sorry. You look like I, a I, giant uh, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard someone just throw that like that. I was like, what the fuck? Wait a second. This fool just made up a new fucking, I was like, what's that, like super real? Like, look, you're like yo, this is real life, but that one's super real life. Look, if you did a survey, more people would know short fiction than Mike Trout. I'm confident. No. I'm 100% confident. No way, dude. Yeah, because you could, you could guess short fiction no. with context clues. You're the only person I've met that doesn't know who Mike Trout is. <laughs> yeah. And trust me, I ask Everyone. Yeah, <laughs> but you haven't heard of an immigrant before me either. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> shut the fuck up. You've met up. four dudes in Huntington Beach. No, I've, I've Three met, of them rock climbers. I've met so. parents like, uh, of immigrants and shit. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, my yeah. homie, like, I had dinner at their house one time and he was like, fucking like, weird. Well, and my, my ex girlfriend's yeah. fucking parents are, were from Vietnam. Right. And it was, I didn't realize, like, but some of the cultural, like, differences and shit. So, like, mm. one time I was over there for dinner. Dog, they were having steak and shit. Uh, I ate the whole thing. That fool fucking pounded a whole nother steak on my on on my plate. I was like, "What the That's fuck?" That's classic Vietnamese person. I was like, "Yo, dude, like I struggled to kill this first one." Yeah. <laughs> and then I I like I like I looked over the the girl and she was like, "You gotta finish that, dog." I was like, <laughs> "What the fuck? You mean uh, I have to finish a second steak?" Like he was fucking a whole steak, dude. I was like, "What the?" F- yeah, that's I killed Vi- that shit, that's, dude. That's Vietnamese culture. They eat two steaks. That's classic Vietnamese people. What the fuck, dude? Well, nobody <laughs> like I wasn't like prefaced, you know. Yeah, no, that's like my Im- my parents are the same. Like, if someone comes over, they're slapping food down in front of you, and if you don't eat it, like, then we're breaking up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I bet I bet that's like part of the reason. You said X. So yeah, well, that's not why we broke up. We broke up because she was a bitch. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was an a-hole. No, I'm, I'm, I'm on your side, dude. Yeah. You, don't, you, don't, you don't have to. No, she was tra- – no, I'm kidding. She was, she was nice. I actually, I guess, random plug, had her on episode 39. It was, it was pretty weird, dude. It was funny, though. It was funny as fuck. Wait, was she your girlfriend at that time? No, so we had been broken. This was my first ex-girlfriend, dude. I see. Like, high school. I see. And so we've been broken up for, like, a long time. I hadn't talked to her in four years. 
She hopped in my car. We recorded the podcast, and it was funny as fuck. Uh, because like, you know dude, exactly what episode she did. You sound pretty hung up on her. I'm just, I'm just throwing yeah. that out there. You, you, you know, episode thirty nine by heart. I only know it because it's in the top. It's in the top five, and so oh, I was okay. like, and so like, I checked that. Got it, got it, got and it. So I was like, huh, thirty nine. Because it was, it was back fun. to back. With an, it wasn't awkward. Wasn't at tense. first. At first, the first five minutes were like, yeah, they were a little awkward. Right. But then Especially like, after what you said about Vietnamese people, that's oh fuck. <laughs> I brought that up on on there. A bunch oh, of racial stereotypes. <laughs> we did a bunch of them, dude. It was yeah. fucking hilarious. Like, like, did you know that Vietnamese women have shallow pussies? No, I didn't know that. My mom's Vietnamese. I should, I should have known. Oh, uh, that's why you came out short, dog. <laughs> Is <laughs> that how it works? <laughs> yeah, she had that short pussy, so like, you didn't have like, you weren't stretched out over a longer canal, you know? Oh, uh, that makes way too much sense, actually. I was about to really grill you for that, but. That makes absolute sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't know about the Vietnamese short pussy. Why are you moving forward like that? You feel like I thought you were gonna like hit me. You're like, don't talk about my women like that. <laughs> don't talk about my mom's short pussy. Oh fuck. Uh. <laughs> Have you ever seen like your dad's dick? Yeah. What? I think, I think that's I think that's also an immigrant thing. Is we're more. Wait. Whoa. 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 What? Uh, I, I might have brought that Seeing up. Seeing your dad's dick is part of being an immigrant. I think uh, breaking being, news. Being candid about nudity is an immigrant thing. So your dad would just walk around the house naked, and you're just like playing with Legos. Yes. What? Yes. Like that, with his dick hole out. And that's not that's not even like a like a metaphor. Like I've literally played I, I, I play a lot of Legos, and my dad walks around naked a lot. So it's definitely happened. Are uh, you are you blown away? Yeah, that's kind of like gay. No, it's not. It's incestuous, actually. But uh, yeah, your dad was making you look at his dick, dog, mm-hmm. and his fucking hairy ball sack. What the fuck is that? It's not. Your dad was the Indian one, right? Yes. Yeah, you made him look at your hairy ball sack and shit. What the fuck is that? Look, we were trying to play Legos together, and then I, you have to wonder why your dick is so small. That's fucking bullshit, dog. <laughs> yeah, if it wasn't for the Legos, it'd be weird. But I was, I was, I was absorbed with that. No, it, like, nudity. does he still do that? Okay. Let like me now that you're old enough to be like, "Yo, Dad, put some fucking pants on," would you say it? I wouldn't say it. I haven't seen what? like no. It's it's hard. It's hard to explain. Like if I, like he doesn't walk around the house house. Like he won't go in the tea in like the living room, right? But I sometimes go into his bedroom, not into the bathroom, and he'll just be nude, and I'll just be like, "Sup, Dad?" And you'll talk to him. Yeah, bro. You'll have a conversation. You'll be like, yo, Dad, this happened today. It's way ruder for me not to say hi than it is for him not to have clothes on. Dad to be new ass, to be like, why, why are you not saying hi, dude? With his full dick out. His dick out. <laughs> you can't just be like, yo, Dad, put some fucking underwear on, bro. I it's could. not changing your temperature, bro. Put some fucking briefs on, dick. You're not. There's people you're kind of candid. Like, with your girlfriend, you guys are candid about your nudity. With each other, I know you guys have sex with each other, so it's not analogous, but yeah, but it's like right when you bust your nut, you're like, ah, uh, like I'm trying to like my dick's going down in size now, you know, I'm like trying to not let her see the fucking, you know, the wand go down. I see. So you put some clothes on. Well, I mean, you got to take the condom off and you got to do it like kind of sexy, but like you already fucked, so like who gives a fuck? I see. <laughs> yeah. No, I I've seen my whole family nude. Um, I don't, and it's weirdly not. I don't think it's that strange. I think there. I think a lot of people, a lot of immigrant families, it's pretty chill. <laughs> Start interviewing, dude. Here, here's a question to ask: Do you know Mike Trout? One, and two. Do you see your parents naked? And the answer would be no. Then yes. I'm confident. 
Fuck. That's just what this this whole podcast is about, bro. It's just fucking free flowing. We're, dog. we're educating each other. I learned about Mike Trout. You learned about uh, the sort Seeing of lats, dicks. lats clothing policy. But I just don't get the you. You wouldn't now say, "Yo, Dad, put some pants on." As a grown man. No, it'd be it'd be that'd be weird, dude. He'd be like, oh, if oh, you dude. said like like, okay, so what you're saying is that he walks around naked, and then if you say something, you're the a hole. No, totally. I mean the. I'd be a totally an asshole about it. But he's the one that's naked. But you're the a-hole for saying something. That's bullshit. It's his house, too. So who gives a fuck? You can just walk around with your dick out. Like, my dad just walked around. <laughs> 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 look, look, fuck, as, as strange as it is to you, it's equally strange to me that you aren't seeing your parents naked. You're lying. You're lying. I'm not lying. Like. Uh. Do you enjoy it? Like no, I. I it have you ever ha- seen his dick hard? No, I haven't. Okay, that'd well. be weird. If, if I saw it hard, I'd be like, put some. I'd walk away. I wouldn't even say anything. I would say I would fucking. I'd, it I'd also swing. doesn't happen that often. Every six months or something, because I'm not like actively searching him out. And he's not actively walking around, but sometimes like <laughs> he'll. You ever like have to see a shower, but you also need some stuff before, and you kind of walk around the house naked, and then, yeah. you, and then you misplanned it. Sometimes yeah. he'll just be like looking for a like <laughs> looking for a book, <laughs> and then you hear the shower like warming up, and then you see him new, and you're like, you can put the pieces together, you can <laughs> yeah, Sherlock okay. Holmes it. Yeah, and okay. Then I, I, I would be like, put some pants on. I'd be like, get your get your book, get whatever you need, and then get back in there. Oh, I love you, Dad. Dead. That's how that's how our interactions go. Do you um? So you started out in San Diego. Yeah. And you moved here. Yeah. How yeah. long have you been in this scene? I moved back. I moved back tentatively in September, but I was kind of touring. I was kind of on the road nice. until around December. So only around December have I kind of been consistently been been around. Nice, nice. Yeah, because um. Oh, for the, I was just about to say for those of you who don't know who aren't comedians, uh, there's different scenes, and so there's like the L.A. scene, Orange County scene. IE scene, San Diego scene. Yeah, totally. Um, and so, and like each scene is completely different. So, like, yeah. you've been in scene long enough. Like, what's like what what's the biggest difference between that you would say between OC and San Diego, like that you've noticed, like positive or negative? Positive or negative? Um, positive is that surprisingly, it seems like the comics. Maybe this might just come out so deep, but it feels a bit less clicky than some other scenes. I feel like the OC comics kind of like each other. Yeah. Um, they're all pretty close knit, and they all kind of root for each other. Yeah. San Diego, I would say, like, there's just group, like groups of two to three comics who hate another group of two to three comics. Um, they, they it they used suck. to be like that here. Really? It used to be like that here. Not too long ago either. Wow. Um. So that's cool. That's cool. And everyone's pretty nice here. Yeah. Never, everyone's always been nice to me. Even uh, I'm not the most talkative or the most uh, sort of openly extroverted guy, but everyone's right. been kind of welcoming. Uh, also. The sort of the the mics can kind of vary in quality, but people go to mics, which is important for a scene. People kind of um, a large group seem to know kind of like the process of getting better, which is nice. Here, mm-hmm. yeah. There's some yeah. scenes that don't that like a large group are like fuck mics, and they still get booked, and it gets weird. You know what I'm saying? There's like this weird sort of like uh, split between comics who are part of the scene and comics who are not. I guess that's also a bigger thing in San Diego. Um, there's a lot of fracturing between clubs. There's comics who hang out at this club, and comics who hang out only at the Palace, and comics who only hang out at Madhouse, and they never try to cross pollinate. 
I know it exists to a certain extent. I've heard about the Rec Room and, like, Evan Cassie stuff. Yeah. But it does seem like the majority of comics who are good here just do it all. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Which is cool. Um, but I will What about s- a negative thing? I will say the comics in are are stronger. The better comics are in San Diego. San Diego has, like, a large group of really strong comics. Really? Uh-huh. A- especially if you count people who moved, too, to L.A. in recent times. San I-, I think San Diego is really a breeding ground for some really good comics. There's been some really good comics that have come out of OC, too. I agree. I know. I I guess they've been coming out for a couple years, but I know, like, that whole Connor, uh, Ramsey, um, Opie. Yeah, Opie that just group. Had he Central, just had his Comedy Central thing. Which is dope. Shout out Opie to him. Opie was at my host of my first, one of my f- earlier mics. I did Matt Blooms when he used to host it. Oh, uh, damn. Mm-hmm. And he's always been so nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool guy. Good dude. No, I think OC's strong, and I like doing comedy here. But it, it also has, like, this weird, and Daniel has the same problem, but it has, like, this weird issue where if someone shows promise, they'll just move to L.A. early. They do do that here. And then, and I do think that having like top comments in a scene really help push a scene. And if your top comments are leaving pretty early, it kind of leaves the scene in like sort of a weird position. Yeah. Where it doesn't, when you don't have like the, everyone, someone to look up to who's consistently there, um, it makes it a bit strange. And Sanyo has that issue too. Yeah. I have noticed that a lot of people also fell off. Not, not even like just. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so I've been doing it for almost two years now. A year and a half. A year and a half. Yeah. Um, And you've been doing it for four. Yeah. So even just in my year and a half, people who used to be around all the time are gone. Totally. Didn't move anywhere. They just stopped. Right, right, right. Four years in, like how many like... Oh, so many. Like how many people that were doing comedy when you started are still doing comedy? Hmm. It's hard to put a number on that, but... Like the good ones. Oh, of the good ones? It's hard for me to think of someone who's really good who's quit. I actually can't think of a person who's, like... Actually, I do. I can't think of one. Um, But there's been a lot of sort of middling comics. I think that's kind of the way to put it. Where they're decent. They have maybe an eight-minute set that that works. Right. And then they either quit... Or they just do it once a month when when they get like an itch and they stop doing it. Right. Which is more annoying to me. Right. When someone just kind of just like flits in and out and then kind of uses their connections they made from before to kind of keep taking up stage time by doing the same eight minutes they've been doing without taking it seriously. Yeah, or the people like or like I don't know. Do you have a problem with people who read through their notes on stage at an open mic? At an open mic? No, I don't care about that. Do you? Yeah. No, I do that all the time. Yeah. I did that tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was it it was fun. But it's like a lot of times like what I do is like throughout the day I'll think of something stupid or I'll think of something funny and I'll just throw it in there. Yeah. And then when I do an open mic, I'll just read that shit or like I'll read it on my phone and try to think of what I was thinking about and try to make it into something. Yeah. And a lot of times it just straight sucks dick. But sometimes there's a really good one. And but No, I respect that way more. It, it it's like there's so many comments who still just do their best at open mics. Yeah. And yeah, it doesn't made sense to me um it depends if you're going like somewhere new though fair i do think like if you can really truly evaluate whether the open mic actually will do something for you i think 98 percent of the time it's just your own pride you want people to think you're good right and actually it won't make a difference whether you do bad or good because people know it's an open comments know it's an open mic they know that you're it's a place to try stuff right so even in like 
I uh, during summer 2018, I moved to Atlanta for a summer. Oh I just shit! Did some work there, and uh, there it was really hard for me because like it's a brand new scene, and I want to do well um, at the open mics. But at the same time, like I'm wasting my time if I'm just doing stuff that is not going to change. Right. Like if I'm not adding to it, there's no point in me doing it. So I kind of had to kind of evaluate that, um, and also take pride in your new stuff. I think that's really important too, because your new stuff that you're trying to open mic, it might not get the same number of laughs, but if you're good, there's still an element of craft to it that shows that you know what you're doing. Right. Does that make sense? Right. So like I can see someone who's I can see your who's bombing. Versus an open micer who's doing their best and an open mic, and the open micer might get more laughs. But you can see that good guy is just a better comic. Right. Even if they're not getting the laughs. Just because there's a sort of. It's better crafted, even if it's not as funny. Right. Um, so I think being confident in your own sort of. Uh, whenever I go to open mic, I really have to trust that about myself. Is that even my new stuff has some. I've been doing it for a long time now. Has some sort of put togetherness. Where right. I really had to care about looking like an asshole and sucking. Yeah. Uh, plus, I mean, nobody really remembers open mics, dude. Besides Fair. yourself. I agree. No one. No, right now, nobody's sitting at home thinking, "Wow, Galen had a really good set tonight." Nobody's fucking. Yeah. You know what I mean? You no, don't. Totally. You, nobody thinks like that. Yeah. No. Nobody at all. And I think that's like a bit. That was like a bit thing for me to get over. Was just sort of realizing that I just had to stop caring about what other people thought of me and realize they first they don't really care. They're not thinking about me in these open mics. Right, no. And naturally use them for what they are, which is a place to work stuff out. Fuck. Which is funny um, because uh, it was funny because the other day I actually was thinking about you. Uh, and that's when I was like, oh, dude, I got to get this guy on the fucking podcast. And so that's why I hit you up. Like, mm-hmm. I think I don't even remember what time. A lot of times I think of this shit like you're like three in the morning and yeah. so like and so like it get like whenever i text a girl like a girl comic or like a girl at all like yeah. with like i'll be like oh we should do this or like oh hey like how you been like we should are you down to be on the podcast or something like that yeah yeah, yeah. And, but it'll be at, like three in the morning so like before i'll just be like hey i know it's late it's not for sex and then i'll say <laughs> and like hey that's how you that's how you ask me it's not for sex yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, so so you asked me when sorry i i, I, I can't remember uh, when I asked, but yeah, no, but you were, because I was just thinking of like how funny it was. Every time I've seen you go up, it's fucking hilarious. Thanks, dude. Um, and, but it's crazy because you're young, I'm young. Yeah. And it's crazy because it's fucking, it's cool that there's like younger dudes that are in the game. Yeah, dude. And I feel the same way. God, isn't there anything sadder than seeing just like a 50 year old man? Huh? Isn't, isn't, is there anything sadder than just seeing like a 50 year old dude? Like starting it? No, just in general, just a fifty-year-old. No, like, uh, like com- yeah. I'm joking. Like in comedy, like you just see like no, an old I guy mean, in comedy, and then they've been doing it for like, but they don't care. That's always been like, kind of it kind of bums me out in a weird way. Like, like you know that they know, like you know, and they also know that they're not going to do anything with it. It's not even about making it. It's more about like, I see so many people who like they finished like they they had their kids. Their kids are now in college. And comedy's like this weird, like, time filler and, like, a weird way to make yeah. friends. And I see a lot of people in kind of, like, that weird space. And um, I don't know. I don't really judge people on why they're doing it. If no, they're funny, fair. they're funny. They're uh, fair. Fair enough. I, I guess all these people I'm thinking of aren't funny. <laughs> and there's usually other negative qualities I would associate with them. But uh, what I'm saying is that this is a, a a game that's kind of dominated by people that has been doing it for a while. No, totally, uh, totally. And so it's cool to see younger guys like us getting spots, 
yeah, uh, dude. and stuff like that. Um, no, it's pretty rad. Fuck, but I totally forgot what I was um, leading into mm. uh, with that. Now it just looks like I was sucking your dick for nothing. No, uh, keep going. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is cool to think about, like, in 10 years, like, how many of us younger cons will still be doing it and how... Where we'll Potentially, be. Potentially. Yeah, how good we'll be. I think about that shit all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I always say that, dude. Ten years from now, everything's going to be different. Yeah. Everything. I agree. I, I, I think when when you start young, like, the most important thing is just say not quitting. Yeah. Like, you don't even have to, like, like all the small stuff all fades away as long as you don't just give up. Yep. Um, when you're old, you got to fucking hit four mites a night because you got ten years left before you conk out. Yeah. <laughs> we have uh, we have we have time is on we, our side. We have time, yeah. But we also have uh, I see you around all the time. We also have that work ethic. Uh, Thanks, dude. To it's like to where the point. So it's like um, you can't work like this hard at something without giving up. Yeah. And have it go nowhere. Totally, totally. Ten years from now, we're not going to be doing the same exact shit. Yeah, I mean that's my nightmare. If if yeah, I am doing that. I I. I Think about that. Like ten years from now, if I'm still delivering for Amazon, doing open mics, no fucking way, dude. Yeah, That's why dude. I work so hard. No, like, totally. Because it's up to you, dude. It could take as long as you want. Yeah. No, I'm with you. You're gonna you. get there, but you might as well fucking yeah. just grind yourself. You could sleep when you die, dude. Yeah. Comedy's like this weird thing where you 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 reap the benefits of work so quickly. It's weird how like the minute you start trying, you don't have to you don't have to wait months or even years for benefit. Instantly start getting people with notice. Yeah, and I think I th- yeah I think comments recognize when people try hard. Mm-hmm. They they like being funny is important, but no one taught shit when you got your shit from working hard. Right. Like, they don't even no one no one ever talks trash about that. Hundred percent. Fuck. So why did you why did you move back up here? I'm kind of here temporarily. I graduated and I'm looking for a job. I'm trying to move to the East Coast, and during this job hunting process, I just moved back home. Why do you want to move to the East Coast? Uh, where are you, where are you from originally? Where were you born? Diamond Bar. That's where I live right now. Fuck it. You live in Diamond Bar. I live in Diamond Bar. You drove here from Diamond Bar. I'm only about twenty minutes from here. And I was in the, Diamond I'll, Bar. Yeah. Dude, dog, you got to take the four hundred five to the fifty five. That's the fifty seven though. Right next to the fifty seven. So. Oh, so like, l- I'm literally next to the fifty seven. So it's not so bad for me. Okay, I'm you're actually LA County. Actually. Yeah, it is LA County. But. I you got to go through that hill with no radio service. Oh uh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, that's how that's how old I am now that I know that those hills have no radio service. <laughs> Haven't listened to the radio in years. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's like SoCal native stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, it totally is. I live in I live in Diamondbar. I went to school in San Diego for four years, which is where I started doing stand up. Moved back to Diamondbar, and now I'm trying to move to the East Coast. Um, I thought you were in the Orange County scene. Diamondbar, that's not. That's like L- that's like IE, no? Diamond Bar's on the border of like all three. And I just I but went to IE school. is IE is pretty trash, no? IE is pretty trash. So I I'd rather like it's either LA or Orange County. But LA is still far from Diamond Bar. Like it's yeah. like Yeah, it's still like forty minutes away. Forty minutes plus. Yeah. Plus traffic. Like the sixty the sixty west is really bad. Yeah. yeah. Um so I do some LA stuff, but it's mostly just Orange County stuff. And Orange also, County's I, nice because there's a lot of stage time available. Yeah, there is. Every night, it's amazing how much stage time there is, um, and it's and like because it's like a bit like this. I'm planning to move. LA's. I feel to me, it's like a scene where like they want you have to be there for a while. You can't just show up there and start getting stuff. 
if I'm going to move in a little bit, I'd rather just get good stage time. Right. It's easily accessible, right. and I'll have to lottery in for spots. Fuck. Um, so yeah, so that's what I've been doing, Orange County stuff, until I move. The only time, so my great-grandparents lived in uh, Walnut, mm, mm, mm. which is like the next city right, over. Right, it's bordering. Um, they lived there for years, and the whole town got built up like around like where they moved. Wow. Like back, way back when, right? Yeah. And so, but like she moved to Oregon recently, uh, and my great-grandpa passed away in 2014. Mm. Um, and the most recent time that I drove up there was I went to the Krispy Kreme in I drove from my house with my homie. Yeah. We went to the Krispy Kreme, our Krispy Kreme here at, by um, the block. I know exactly what that is, yeah. And uh, they were out of the lemon-filled ones. And I was like, that fucking sucks. We called the one in Diamond Bar, and we <laughs> we drove all the way to fucking Diamond Bar for a Krispy. donut. Yeah, for a fucking donut, dude. <laughs> and I asked them, dude, the chick was such a bitch. I was like, oh, like, can you? She, I was like, hey, do you guys have some? And she was like, yeah, we have like four. I was like, hey, can you put two on hold? And she's like, we can't do that. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, what a fucking bitch. <laughs> like, you can't just put two on hold, you fucking hoe. Dude, what uh, a... I don't know. That's tragic. Yeah. I know you mentioned your great-grandfather's death in that story, but the lemon cream donut sounded even sadder. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I mean, he was old. He lived a good life. Fair, fair, fair enough. My uh, the, f- the funniest thing that ever happened... Uh, well, there was he had a lot of funny stories and shit, but, like, the funniest thing was... um. Like, the people at the grocery store, like, knew him yeah. and shit. Um, and so, one time, he was, like, next in line, and the guy in front of him, like, forgot his wallet. Or the guy in front of him, like, his card got declined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, my grandpa was like, yo, like, I got it. I got you. I yeah. got you. So, the guy, the other guy leaves, right? And so, my grandpa gets up there. Guy scans all his shit. He forgot his wallet at home. His gr- your grand? Yeah. After saying that he'd take that guy's bill. That is bill. amazing. Yeah. Oh, so that's hilarious. hilarious. But they knew him, so they were, so he just went home, got it, God and came back. paid for it. Yeah. That's fucking, yeah, RIP, but yeah, he lived a good life. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> he was like he was like 95. Like, he was, he was you know, up there. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I'd want to live that long, you know? To 95? So my grandma's like 92. She'll never hear this, but she lived to like 92, and like, she used to play like, um like card games like like with her girlfriends you know mm, mm. and then slowly one by one they all just died and now <laughs> she's the only one still alive do you know how shitty that would be yeah having your friends just like all of them one poker by one game just get less people week by week and then you're the last one and then your husband dies and it's like what the fuck yeah but like you, s- you have your hard. grandkids but like but like just like with kobe like you grew up with that dude my grandma was with uh my fucking grandpa since she was 14 years old Wow. She's in her 90s. That's insane. And he just died. I don't well, know anyone for more than like four years. That's like the longest relationship <laughs> I've that, had. That's the longest friendship you've no, had? I had like slightly more, but it all fades away. Like, not, I, I, like my best friends are all recent friends. No like, way. Uh, yeah, dude. It, it's, especially since I'm like, everyone moves. Like, I'm good friends with them. And like, nobody really moves around here. Everybody's chilling in Orange County. People yeah. move here. No, yeah. I don't. I don't really. Why? Why would I move away? That's fair. It is beautiful here, but for some reason, like the friends I'm close with, have scattered. It's friends I'm close with in high school have scattered. How many people do you know that have died? That like you've known. Less than, I think. I think three. 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 Yeah, I'd say the same. One of my friends Anyone was straight murdered up murdered. Them? Murdered. Yeah, one of my friends was straight up murdered. Dane, was he the friend you would have guessed would have gotten murdered? 
out of all your friends? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, he wasn't like like a close homie. Like we had a class together. Like we would like say what's up, yeah. all this shit. Uh, but like, I can't remember the last. Like we never like smoked together or nothing. Um, but like, but he was like super cool. It was like a super big misunderstanding, I guess. From like, so like, <laughs> like so he was hanging out with this dude's girlfriend, right? Yeah. Uh, this like this like wannabe thug. Um, he was hanging out with this dude's girlfriend, and like she wanted to fuck, and so but he didn't fuck, but she told her boyfriend that they did fuck. Oh, she didn't. Yeah, I it mean, was I guess all I her guess, fault. It was I guess all the her murderer fault. had some fault in yeah, it. Yeah, she got arrested too. <laughs> oh, um, really? Yeah. Um, and so the so then the guy hits up my homie, uh, and he didn't tell her. He the guy didn't tell him that that's what she said. Yeah. And so my homie replies something along the lines of like, oh, you should like keep a, a better eye on her. Or I something see. Like that. I see. And so the guy was like, oh, really? Yeah. And so then someone like was like, yo, he's over here right now. I uh, came and like just shot, shot him five times in the car, killed him. God, that sucks. Five times. Yeah. And Life he, ended dog and he forever. Chose, and he chose not to get laid. Doesn't that suck? And yeah, yeah. Just, like, he, he might as well have just fucked her. Might as well just fucked her. Ah. Oh. Well, that I mean, blows. she sounds like a gross bitch anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like anyone yeah. that would do that, like, dude, he's dead now. Yeah. It's her fault. Yeah. What a I cunt. I like how we don't even think about the murderer, but it's like it's her who told him. Oh, it's a hundred percent her fault. <laughs> if if he was like, oh hey babe, what happened with with Brian? She's like, oh nothing. None of it would have happened. Sure, I guess. But she it's just like, oh, I sucked chain. his dick. It's like, oh, what the? F- wait, what? You what? You know? It's <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's her. I guess she kind of she she did play a plot part, a huge role. Yeah, she caused it. I still think it's like a forty nine fifty one with the with the guy who shot him five times. Being, you know, like <laughs> a car accident. Like the insurance would have said he he did it. But uh, yeah, because there's always that point where she's like, well, I didn't know he was gonna go kill him. You know, it's like. And also, how old was he? He's in the twenties. Yeah, he was my Everyone age. Everyone cheats in their 20s, dude. Like, I've done it. Yeah, it's... I'm not proud of it, but like, low-key, if I could go back, I'd do it again. <laughs> you're you're the murder friend in my friend group right now. Like, you're I'd like, be the one getting murdered? Yeah. Why? <laughs> just, I'm, I'm just how down you are to cheat, dude. I'm just saying, <laughs> you just gonna have sex with the wrong person's girlfriend. No, 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 no. I don't... Cheat f- on, I don't, you don't cheat with. Yeah, I don't, I don't cheat with. I don't know if that's a term, but... No, no, no. So, like, if a I girl is taken, yeah. I respect that. I, right. I follow the bro code 100%. I see, I see. No pussy is worth that. I see. Especially because I've been on the other end. Right, so you only betray no, I the person no, I who haven't. trusts you the most. Only them, but no stranger. I don't know if it's, like, betrayal. I know. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm just... I'm giving you a hard time. But, okay, so here's the thing. My homie thinks that I'm a pussy. He's, he called me a pussy for cheating. But, like, here's the thing. We broke up three days after this. We weren't even talking. Like, it, it was at that point in the relationship. And it yeah. was bad, right? I was out with, like, this chick that I've had a crush on for fucking nine years, dog. Like, came out, all that stuff. <laughs> rejected multiple times. Yeah. Went out with her, uh, like, a couple homies. And then we fucked in my car. Yeah. It was like that. You know, it was like, dude, I just broke right. it like a nine-year friend zone. So it was like, I don't know. No. I'm going to – what am I going to pass that up for some chick we're about to break up with? No, no way. You, you totally justified it. Nine years. Nine years. Dude, that's a long-ass fucking time, dog. <laughs> that was before she even had tits. Is this what you told your girlfriend? And then she was like, yeah, dog, you should have gone for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't tell her ass. What the fuck? <laughs> We were breaking up anyway. No need to, like, make things worse, you know? Yeah. 
I don't need her saying shit. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, yeah, he cheated on me, and then he dumped me. What an asshole. I Dude, see. you know what's funny? I Someone has to have a bit about this. About what? There's yeah. no way I just thought of this. Um, About, like, um how, like, women always make shit, like, worse. Like, they'll, ex- they'll like, exaggerate. Like, like the, like, the date. So, like, my fucking... Um, I, I, this guy I know and, um, his ex-wife, um, like they cheated on each other or whatever, but so like, but the guy cheated first before, yeah. like when they were together, uh, he cheated first. And so, so then. Sorry, I'm telling you murdered. I just had to ask. No, it right. doesn't. Okay, Nobody's okay, murdered. Okay, okay. And so when the chick was telling me, she explained it. She's like, oh yeah, he, he did it. And she, and he did it like between my birthday and Valentine's day. Like, <laughs> and it's like. And he's like, what are you talking about? It's like six months apart. And oh, like, that's and really funny. When's your birthday? March or like <laughs> fucking June? Yeah. And he's uh-huh. like, between my birthday and, and Valentine's Day, what a dick. It's like, what? What are you talking about? Like, can you believe this asshole? It's like, what the? F- what are you talking that's about? That's funny. Fuck. Yeah, I don't know that's been done before. I'd mess with it. Yeah, it's like yeah. arbitrary dates. Between Flag Day and and uh, Earth Day, my, fav- my two favorite holidays, he did it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seeing like, the Independence this? Day, the when God created this country. <laughs> Fuck, that's funny. Um, what would you say? Well, what would you, oh yeah, that's what I wanted to ask you. Going back, like from you now, yeah, to like let's say when you were like four months in, yeah. What like advice would you like give yourself? Oh, uh, um, I guess first of all, um. I this is a good question. Give me a second to kind of put my thoughts together. Sure. Um, okay. I, I guess first of all, don't li- I I don't really believe there, there's like a very specific process that I think comments have kind of hammered in about the way to to mic the way to kind of grind, and I think you should trust your instincts way more. There's times when to mic when your jokes will get better from doing a ton of mics, and there's times when you should be writing more, and then there's times when you should be doing various different things to like now I kind of understand my own process where I'll kind of work on some jokes and at first I don't even I don't even try and mic them because then the minute I start saying kind of undeveloped ideas um if if I say them too early into a mic then like the lack of lateral will start cutting parts that are interesting but not yet developed enough and I just start cutting it why because they're not doing well so I'll be like that's trash I'm gonna leave it out Right, and then the joke. You'll never try it, though. But I'm saying the joke gets cut down too early to just the good parts. Okay. And it gets neutered a bit without really letting the parts that aren't as developed, but might potentially be the best part at it at a later time. So I actually prefer to write a lot first to kind of really kind of hammer in. in You'll my write own. out a full joke before trying it. I'll try it, but I won't mic it hard. I won't do it three times in a night. Does that make sense? Yeah, okay. And yeah, then yeah. I'll s- once I sort of get it where I feel like it's kind of working, and now at a certain point, I each joke has like a different sort of life cycle, and then I'll try micing it and show, doing a bunch of just running as many times, and then that kind of fills in the gaps for me. So my the, the, the time I mic actually fluctuates a lot nowadays. There'll be, there'll be a month where I mic a ton. There'll be a month where I don't. Um, and it's all kind of do- related to the last of those jokes. So going back to the advice I would give myself, it's to kind of trust your instincts. Um, I feel that. With uh, how to do jokes. And also, I guess this is most common. Advice. I was trying to get something a bit that's a bit more, that's a bit less said. But I think all the, all the obvious advice I would tell myself is 
um, do as much comedy as you can in all forms. Yeah. Um, and watch as much comedy as you can. Um, in all forms. I know not a lot of people do that, but I, I really suggest watching and listening to as much comedy. It, it triggers. I will say this: it triggers other thoughts in your head. Yeah. Like not in the point where you're like, "Oh, that's really good. Let me take this." It's right. like it. It's like fuck. Like he thought about it this way. What if I think about something else a different way? Like if yeah, you, you know what yeah. I mean. It opens up different mind portals where like if I was just me writing and I don't listen to like so like I'll listen to like Tosh and I'll hear him talk like make a joke about gay people. Right, right. And right. I'm like, well, that's fucking funny. Yeah. But what if I flip this and something else that I was thinking? Like it's like it, he's it, how he it, flipped it. It helps me. Some people think it, it changes their voice, but for me, it literally just sparks ideas. That's exactly. That's all watching does. Yeah. And it's really useful. And it's the last piece of advice I would give myself is no matter what, no matter how I really evaluate their comedy, always support other comics in every way you can. If you can vouch for somebody, recommend them shows. What if they're not that good and you're going to put your name on that? Yeah. Don't give a shit. Like, don't overvalue your own name. Always support other comics. Even if they're not good and you know they're not good. Unless they're in a position where they're they're obviously never going to get good and they're pieces of shits. But even if I don't think they're that good, you'll fucking give your name recommendation. There, there has to be some so sort of context. Like, hey, dude, you did a great job at the improv. We'd like, uh, who do you think would be good to host this show? Well, and I, they say this guy's name and it's garbage, and you're gonna be like, yeah, comics supporting comics. If they say a name and they're like, do you think this guy would be good? Yeah, I'd say, yeah, put him on the show. If they ask me for a name, would you recommend someone? I recommended your comic. But I would, if I had a choice, I and I, I've no, I've 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 done it both ways, or I've been like, no, that guy sucks. Don't book him, right? Yeah, of course. And that's what I. I don't even care if someone's not good. I'm like, I'd rather the work go to someone that's good, someone that works hard, someone that puts in the time. Well, the way these like for me, I've seen so many venues and so many different shows just booked shitty people, and right. the person, and. If the person they they they're like recommending, if they're trying, if they're working hard, even if I don't think they're that funny, I think you should always vouch. That's my opinion. I think you gotta always support comics in uh, any way you can. Okay, so I think I think uh, I <clears throat> like I agree to that in a certain extent, but also I feel like the point where some of these mic lists, there's like fifty names. On right, some right, of them, right, right. A lot of these people only show up to the one mic. Right. They just kind of fill time. Right. They're not doing this seriously. Right. All this shit. I think that um, why should I support those people if they don't even want to support themselves? I agree with you. I think the the people I'm thinking of to vouch for are people who have not qu- are quite not in their stage of development where they've gotten as good as they can be, but they're working hard. They're trying hard. They're putting in the work, even if they're not ready yet. I'd vouch for them. But if they said someone who doesn't give a shit, just shows up once a week, does a mic every now and then, then yeah, I wouldn't vouch for them. Okay. That's what I was that's it's, what, it's that's what I took it as. If they care about comedy, regardless of if they're funny, but they care and work hard, always vouch. Okay, yeah. I found myself in situations like that and I was I would say yeah. Someone even if I don't really know them. Right. Yeah, I, yeah, I have been in but that situations I've seen them a couple times. Yeah. Yeah, where people have asked me and I've I've at different times I've said no. And I've always regretted it because Why? people have done the opposite to me. Before I was good, people vouched for me in important times. Before you were good? Before I was good. And those shows were necessary for me to become good. 
And if someone wasn't vouching for me at those times, I don't think I could have ever got to those spots. Do you still still know those people personally? Mm-hmm. There are other comics who were yeah, it's always who were above me. That's who are, um, who are in my position to these other comics, and they decided to put their neck on the line and put me on important shows, um, for with their own name at sort of risk because right. they're the person who, and I've appreciated that. And I, I I've tried to carry that forward. I see that. That's fucking sick. That um. That you've that you've been able to to do that, but like I just feel like um, in a certain position like that, I would not pass someone that I don't think would do a good job. I've had people ask me about spots and shit, and right. I'm like, straight up either not replied or just said no. Right, like, right, Because like right. I produced that show. Did I ever have you out in Manhattan Beach? No. Fuck. Probably because you're down in San Diego. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I used to have this weekly show every Wednesday in Manhattan Beach, and it was like it was um, it like. It certainly wouldn't be worth the drive from San Diego. Right, right, right. Um, it was pretty much like I can't promote out there. I'm down yeah, here. Yeah, totally, totally. But the reason I put it in Manhattan Beach is because it's like the halfway point between L.A. and here. Yeah. And so I book half L.A. people, half O.C. people. Right. And try to kind of mix the scenes because I wanted I – w- I was I, – I went up to L.A. so much that I knew all of these L.A. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, fuck. Like I need to somehow – there's funny people in Orange County right. that need these need to know these people. Yeah, dude. And so like I used yeah, that show a good as thing like you're a, doing. Uh, I used that show as like a bridge and like it was really cool because a lot of people in OC started getting booked in uh, LA more. Yeah, and dude. And then I started seeing a lot of LA people down here. And so And I'm sure it pays off and it will pay off more that you're su- putting your energy back in the scene and supporting yeah. comics. And I'm sure like in the long run. Um, even if you're like that you're putting all this effort to produce a show that uh, these people will get you back and help you out. Yeah, but that show was garbage, dude. <laughs> that show was garbage. Uh, there was always – so there was always people, right? Yeah. But, like, there was always at least one heckler. It yeah. It was the funniest fucking thing. Do you know you know Anthony Davis, right? I do know, yeah. Uh, dude, so uh, him and I are, are, like, pretty close. And so he uh, – I had him headline a couple times. Yeah. And on one of them, this lady comes up. Uh, she was like heckling him the whole time, right? Yeah. And so he's like, he like invites her up on stage to sit on the stool, and he's like, if and so she does, and he's like, I'm gonna give you my best jokes right now. If you don't laugh, I'll give you twenty bucks. Because she was like talking about how she's like broke his shit or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like, all right, dude, dead ass. Like, and it's like we were all dying. Yeah, like, yeah, he's, yeah. He's a very funny guy. Yeah, dude. And so like, and I was fucking dying. Yeah. And this lady stone cold whole time and like legit at one point she made like a face and she was like you guys think this is funny and like pointed like at him all sarcastically i was like no fucking way that sounds amazing to watch it was fucking i have it on video and he wanted me to delete it but like i saved it it's so funny (laughs) fuck dude it was gnarly but it was but like that shit would happen every show did he pay her 20 bucks he whipped it out but she was like i don't need your 20 bucks or whatever and i was like damn shit like that's amazing you should have taken it lady like Uh, that but like that was crazy. Like, that that's the only time that'd be so funny. Like uh, he's like, yeah. Oh hey, how was Galen's show? Oh yeah, dude. I was uh, I was the headliner. I actually lost money. Like, <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, yeah. This no. This idea about like vouching for comics who might not do well. It's something I've kind of debated with. But I've decided you know from now on unilaterally if they care. That's different. If they care, fucking put your. I, I'm I'm down to put my name on the line, for them. I feel that. And a lot of times, if you co- like people who care, 
they fucking rise to the opportunity. I've noticed that more times than not. That's facts. People, even if they aren't that funny yet, they'll fucking they'll knock it. Try so hard that they'll just do great. Yeah. Or they'll bring ten people and then they'll do great because of that. But those bringing those ten people. Okay, this is the last thing before yeah. we gotta close out. Um, what what is your opinion on? And we talked a lot of comedy on this yeah, one. Yeah. On bringer shows. Oh, I don't do bringer shows at all anymore. Well, just, uh, anymore. I don't yes. do bringer shows anymore. But in the beginning, I did. People some talk. Like sh- people talk shit to preface uh, people who aren't aren't comics. A bringer yeah. show is something that when you're new into comedy, you just start. People book you because you would bring people. Yeah. Who will then spend money at the venue. Right. Right. Um, and so, uh, but some of these shows, they're like, you have to bring 10 people yeah. or else you don't get stage time. I never did one of those. Right. Um, but it, it's crazy. But people will talk shit on it like, oh, yeah. like that kills comedy. I don't see it that way. I'm with you. I think it can be win-win. In the beginning. At In the beginning. I do I do think, I I have a bit of a total relationship. I, I, I do think it's win-win, but I did some bringer shows where kind of the second time where you had to bring somebody. Without from without me understanding what a bringer show was when I started, right? They were like, "Can you bring five people?" I didn't quite put it together that I'm only on the show because I'm bringing five people, right? And that's the only part that felt sleazy to me, was someone like that doesn't care about your comedy. They don't really care about my comedy, and they weren't even being explicit where it's like this is a bringer show. Like if you can bring people, you're on it. Is someone like who saw that I brought some friends to an open mic when I was new? I used to like always bring some people to mics. Yeah, in the beginning, yeah, people come out and. I just didn't put it together. They're like, dude, we think you're great. You should do the show. Can you bring 10 people? And I'm like, I bring 10 people. And, uh, but I'm with you. I think bringers can be win-win for both the comic, for the, for the, for the show. And a lot of times the, the 10 people enjoy it. My favorite thing to do, though, uh, is um, I've, had it, I've had the opportunity a couple times where I've known, like, the host mm. who's hosting a bringer show. Yeah. And he'll, like, slide me some time. Oh, yeah. And so, like, that's the best, dude. I love dude. being on a bringer show without having to bring. Being on a oh. bringer show, being, like, a feature on the bringer show, yeah. dude, that shit is legit because those people are, like, all there to support their friends. Yeah, and you know, shit on that person who brought them. You'd be huh? like, you came from fucking David? I don't know about that. Dude, no, I'm not going to. shit on him and all his friends are with you. It's the best, dude. Fuck, but dude, when you're like when you're doing a bringer show and you don't bring people and it's like the room's just ready to go, it's a bringer show, dude. Yeah, you don't bomb. It's yeah. like nobody's ever bombed. Well, I mean, okay, never mind. But like, you know no, what I mean? totally. But like the the people there are like fully there. Yeah, it's yeah. not like some guy brought some chick. Hey, let's go to this comedy show, pump a few drinks into you, then yeah, we'll go fuck dude. after. They're distracted, whatever. They're good These shows. People, their people are there, dude. Yeah, and a lot of times. Like people have to be introduced to comedy somehow. Yeah, and sometimes bringer shows are a great way to get ten people interested in their local comedy scene. Exactly. Well, these people wouldn't come out from a fucking stupid flyer post on Facebook. Facts. So, I'm I'm with you. There's perks. I the only thing I'm uncomfortable with is just the sleaziness of when butchers kind of like either force people to in weird ways or trick them into doing it or yeah. like not really communicating. To, there's a lot of new comments like you the butchers try not to make it sound like a bringer show. They're just like, bring some people, and we'll get you some time without really making it very clear that there's a transaction going on here. Right. And that's the only part that made me uncomfortable. But everything, I'm with you. Everything else, there's perks. Man. All right, as we wrap up, uh, this next minute is for you to say whatever the fuck you want. Um, you could plug shows. You could talk about your socials. You could do whatever the fuck you want. Oh, thanks. Um, fucking my trout till I die. <laughs> Rip Kobe. Um, yeah, follow me on Twitter. It's twitter.com slash diacomedy. 
uh, no space. Spell that. Uh, D I Y A, comedy. Like do it yourself with an A. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. And uh, yeah, that's my main thing. Um, on my Twitter, and uh, yeah, dude, thanks for having me on. This is a blast. Dude, thanks for coming, man. Fuck yeah. Of course. Peace out.